This is the Source of Innovation podcast, and I'm your host, Robert Brathe. Today, we're recording at Over It Studios in Albany, and I'm here with Joe R. Curie, who's going to talk to us about Dash Metrics and a number of other things. Welcome, Joe. Great. Thank you. Great to be here. So we talked to your colleague, uh, Chris, a few weeks back about the company. Uh, mm-hmm. What uh, updates do you have for us on it? Um, well, a lot, lot going on. Good. Um, moving towards kind of bringing an agency-type model into it. Um, when we started it, it was we were thinking it more being kind of a vanity metrics sort of mm-hmm. um, app, but it, it's kind of changed a little bit, and we've got a lot of interest from agencies and just being able to kind of flush out a full campaign and see history. So we've been we've been hard at work, and uh, hopefully we'll have something to show pretty soon. Terrific. Uh, so what led you into uh, the world of working with Chris? He's an interesting character. Yeah, um, it goes back a while. Um, when I was uh, a few years ago, I was at Palio, and a friend of mine, a previous coworker who I would work with there, um, he he was in New York, and I was actually down there for work, and we met up, and he had a, he had a startup, and he needed some UX and design help on it. So you know, he said, you know, I got nothing to pay you, but it's could be kind of fun. So we started uh, Career Disco, and it was we worked on it for a couple of years. And it was a lot of fun. Um, it kind of got me into the startup scene. Mm-hmm. So I would attend kind of events in the area, which is kind of how I met Chris. Great. Going to um, Sheratoga Tech Talks, um, and as that progressed, uh, learned a ton. But where our whole idea kind of hinged on the um, LinkedIn API, and once they changed it, kind of changed everything. <laughs> and our developer out in California went to do other stuff, so we kind of uh, shuttered it. But um, learned a ton. Good. Yeah, learned a ton. And you know that's what it's all about. You know, working on side projects just to kind of see what else is out there and keep your skills kind of tight. Sure. Uh, so uh, what brought you to the capital region? Are you originally from here or did you move here at some point? Originally um, from Utica, New York. Great. Um, went to school at Savannah College of Art and Design mm-hmm. and then moved up here for a job at Quad Graphics, actually working in the pre-press department. Mm. And then after I left, I was only there a short time. After leaving that, I went to what now has become, um, started out as Red Spring Communications in Saratoga. Um, with Jim Hill, um, it was with them for 14 years, maybe a little longer. Um, and it changed from Red Spring, then it went to McMurray, and then it changed a couple times since then. But um, yeah, that brought me up here, and I've kind of been here ever since. So it's it's been great. It's a lot of talent in the area. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of my best friends went there years ago. Nice. Uh, art school. So, uh, what were some of the things you learned there that inspired you to do what you do today? Um, well, it's funny. I, the, the main, the thing I can probably recall the most is working on CD-ROMs <laughs> in Macromedia Director. Um, you know, really not really pushing it that far, but just kind of dipping your toes in the whole interface world. Um, but it was, uh, you know, the fine art too, kind of. Is a big part of the inspiration too, you know, inspiration or um, moving things around, kind of finding the right UI. Sure. You never know where it's going to land, but so it's it's kind of like moving paint around canvas. Sure. Fantastic. So uh, the creative process is unique, and I think there's so many resources here in the capital region, uh, as we we started to point out. Uh, what do you find to be uh, some of the most uh, enjoyable traits of this area in terms of making it a, a unique environment for creatives? Um, I think it has a really cool intersection of like creative and tech, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. So there's a lot of, you know, designers who 
not really are so much coders, but know a lot about it and can, can design to it. And assign, and the same kind of goes for the, you know, the devs who, some of them have a really good eye for design. Mm -hmm. um, so it, you know, it kicks off some really cool conversation. Yeah, really great conversation. Speaking of events, uh, you mentioned uh, Saratoga Tech Talks, which will be you know, coming back to us in the fall up in Saratoga. Uh, what are some events in the area you find valuable in terms of meeting people or, or staying on the cutting edge of what's going on in the area? Um, definitely active on the uh, upstate New York AIGA Slack channel. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as events, you know, when I can get to them, um, the Saratoga Tech, Tech Out has mm -hmm. been really great. I kind of missed that. Hopefully, it's be, that'll be back soon. Sure. Um, and I've been uh, I attended some portfolio reviews at. Um, in Schenectady, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool, seeing the new talent kind of coming up. Um, but you know, overall, you know, schedule allows. It's usually Saratoga Tech Talks. <laughs> sure. Good. Now, talk a little <laughs> bit about uh, we use Slack at our company, yep. and, and actually with one of my clients too. Uh, how do you find that to be a great tool for uh, keeping in touch with that group that you're part of? Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's great because you know you get a, this core group of people that you get to know really well, and you know that's how I met Chris and Mubs and going to really being able to bounce ideas around whether you're you know at an event or if you're just kind of you know at two o'clock in the morning you come up with an idea you, you throw it out there and see see what happens cool yeah uh you mentioned the you know the unique intersection of creative and tech here in the area uh, what are some uh opportunities you like to see come up in the capital region for people like the type of businesses you might want to frequent um yeah that's a good that's a good question uh it's kind of really hard to say because it's you know it's you know, my daily life is kind of hear it over it, sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, anything kind of new and kind of different that can kind of bring more creative talent to the area is really great. Um, there's a lot of really great agencies around here, sure. um, that just kind of bring in that talent that, you know, a lot of, a lot of talent, especially in New York city, I don't think they realize, you know, how much potential is up here, you know, it's, you know Albany and Saratoga, it's, it's, it's definitely loaded. Well, in Manhattan floods, all of those people yep, will come yeah, up here, right. hopefully. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, again, this is the Source of Innovation podcast. We're talking with uh, Joe R. Curie. And uh, so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the, uh, you're talking about UI, UX, mm -hmm. and, and uh, how did you pick up, uh, the, the, how, how have you brushed up and how have you kept up with your skills since you finished school? Um, really, actually, the whole thing kind of started where I was, I was a graphic designer working on newsletters. Mm -hmm. The occasional website and we were working with a client who needed wireframes so you know i was the only basically designer who could handle the work at the time so mm -hmm. i did a little research and started doing wireframing <laughs> um but as you know time progresses keeping up on my skills is just kind of keeping seeing what's out there seeing what's new um recently switched from ios to android which is a big move for me mm. um but it's been it's been kind of cool it's kind of allowed me to kind of get excited about apps again sure and kind of discover you know how um the different interactions are on, on you know android versus ios and it's it's definitely gave me a lot of different ideas but definitely was allowed me to see things in a different way which i always tried in the past to kind of put my ios away and pick up android mm -hmm. and I would always go back to ios um, and recently the, the, the design level has hit a point where I think it's, it's definitely uh, competitive with iOS. Fantastic. Yeah. Sticking with apps for a minute, uh, 
favorite apps you have either for your creative work or just uh, in general? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, I go to Engadget a lot, just mm-hmm. checking up on news. Uh, obviously, Slack. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly just, you know, news aggregator. Just kind of scroll around, see what is out there. and yeah. Fantastic. Uh, advice you have for people that are considering coming to the capital region for a, uh, a career, whether it's in design mm-hmm. or some other field? Um, I would definitely say make yourself um, show all the skills. It definitely helps if you have, you can cover as much different, as many different avenues as possible as far as design goes. Print work, UI, you can wireframe, do sound design. If you have a little bit of a, of a, a knowledge in one area, work on that so you can really offer a um, wide variety of skills when you come up here. Fantastic. That's definitely helpful. Uh, LinkedIn, are you a big fan of that? I was. I was on LinkedIn for a while and then they changed their UI and I'm just not a fan of it anymore. It's starting to be very Facebook-y and it definitely turned me off. Yeah, I found some, uh, I've moved more over to using the phone app, but uh, yeah, I've noticed Mm -hmm. the same thing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's takes some getting used to again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's getting, getting a little bloated. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what uh, trends do you see happening in uh, in your field? Like, you know, what are some things we might uh, see over the next couple of years? I've been definitely dipping my toe in the VR mm-hmm. space a little bit more, uh, especially switching to Samsung. Um, I got a Gear VR camera. I got the headset, so I've been really kind of trying to seek myself into it, and it's it's definitely pretty cool. Um, there's definitely the right time and the right place for VR or AR. Um, not really sure what that is yet. Yeah. You know, it's so new. It's it's funny. We were, you know, we're trying to pitch some stuff at over it, and a lot of these, a lot of potential clients want to see data, and there's really not much data yeah. out there. So it's it's it shows you how new the space is. Um, but you know, learning as much as we can, um, kind of just playing around in the space, failing, learning from our failings, and um, you know, trying to at least get a grip on it mm-hmm. and find out what is the perfect application for it. Sure. Um, trade shows are definitely something that would be a, I think a really good fit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other, you know, there's other, uh, spaces where maybe a lighter weight app that's not so much reliant heavily on whether it's just a gear VR headset or Oculus Rift or Vive, like more of a Google cardboard, quick little, um, VR experience that maybe lives inside of a larger app. Fantastic. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the studio we're in right now. Oh, yeah, this is great. Um, you know, one of, this is like one of the great things about Over It is having a studio kind of on site. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aside from getting, you know, really cool bands, sure. that we get to hear, you know, doing sound checks while we're out on the floor. Um, but we also have um, celebrities pop in from now and on doing some ADR work. And uh, it's just, it's kind of, it makes Over It Over It. It is really a cool part of it. Fantastic. Definitely makes a rock and roll atmosphere. Cool. <laughs> uh, what bands would you like to see that haven't been in the Capital Region? Oh, man. I think we've got so many great venues. <laughs> it's really uh, no excuse anymore for somebody not to come here. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Trey mm-hmm. and Fish come in here. <laughs> that would be awesome. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you never know who's going to come in. Yeah, You never know what, like, up-and-coming band who – is here and then, you know, makes it big. So it's, it's, it's something pretty cool. Cool. 
so tell us um, again, uh, since uh, some people may not have listened to Chris's podcast, uh, you know, a little bit about Dash Metrics in terms of uh, where to go to find out more information on that. Yep, uh, dashmetrics.io. Um, it's you know, it's a it's a platform for kind of seeing all your metrics across different services, um, kind of one spot. We've kind of tried to make it really super simple. Um, like I said earlier, we're trying to bring in like a history feature, and it's a way to kind of look at your campaigns on a wide, uh, wide, wide um, range. Um, you know, the challenge has been trying to really maintain the usability for something on, that you would view on desktop on mobile. Sure. With something that's you're trying to kind of show a large amount of data, simple, but on a smaller screen. <laughs> um, but yeah, that you know, Dasmetrics.io. Great. Check it out. Sign up. Uh, last question for today uh, gets back to the design feature. Uh, what do you think is the biggest mistake a lot of companies make when they're developing an app in terms of you know uh, the whole mobile versus desktop platform? What are, what are some of the common things you see? Um, I would say going going to market too fast. Um, sometimes you know it's great to kind of get it out there and see what happens and see what breaks and see what people think. But um, maybe it's just me being on the visual side, mm -hmm. want it to be really perfect. Um, I've kind of learned that it doesn't really have to be perfect, perfect. So, you know, that's something you can kind of gradually change over time. Um, but, you know, I've seen companies that, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, that would go to market with something and it's not just have a lot of bugs in it, mm -hmm. but it's, you can tell it's just pleasing to the eye sure yeah even though you think it's their initial release but then their initial release kind of hangs around for a while sure <laughs> <laughs> so soft launches are usually great you know release into a real small mm -hmm. focus group and getting some feedback um doing like google surveys are great google sure. forms to get you know, feedback and seeing what people think about it and you know you can't you, you got to have a, a, a tough skin you sure. gotta be able to take it um you know you almost want people to call your baby ugly yeah to make sure you can find the holes and find where the struggles are and um, you know it's all it's all part of the process terrific again this is the source of innovation podcast check out dashmetrics.io thanks for joining us joe great thank you very much